All right, all right. Welcome back to the Vegas Guys Locker Room, the League Edition. All right, guys. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jesse. I'm filing solo today. No guest appearance this week. But we got a lot happening in our league. So we're going to kick it off with the trades that went off this week. Ton of trades, all involving Sean. So very intriguing. I really thought uh, with me and George talking last week, we would have thought that Kevin was going to be the big mover with trades and opportunities, but it turns out Big Sean is loving making trades. I mean, the first trade he makes, he makes with George. Makes that Deontay Johnson for James Cook trade. I thought that was actually a pretty even swap. I know uh, both of them kind of needed it. I know with the PPR setup, I get each move. It made a lot of sense. The next move he makes, he makes with Brian. Brian comes in the league, really got to revamp that team. We talked about it last week, how we thought that uh, he might be in some trouble. Taking over for Steve with that team that was drafted. Makes some key moves. He ends up, uh, Brian trades Debo Samuel, Jalen Hurts, Chase Brown. Over to, a of course, big time Sean, who sends Patrick Mahomes, Mike Williams, and Rashad White back to Brian. Very interesting trade. I got to say, I'm very curious on that one. Listen, Debo, we all know his stats, what he usually performs if he's healthy. He is a big-time baller. Moving Patrick Mahomes, that was a big move. I mean, that's your first-round pick. Jalen Hurts, of course, was a you know early second-round pick, so not, not a big difference there. But you know, you're know you going to get a lot of consistency out of Mahomes. You know what you're getting. Mahomes is always going to be magic. He's going to put up big points. They're going to throw the ball there in KC. So the curious move. I don't know, man. We got to look at that trade. I don't know who the booner is. I think Brian made out in this deal, to be honest with you. I, I really like the moves he made with getting Mahomes, especially in a dynasty setup. Mike Williams, listen to Mike Williams, and that's a, that's a, that's the trade off there. Mike Williams and Debo Samuel, who's going to stay healthy? He picks up Rashad White for Chase Brown. Chase Brown, you know, is the rookie, a fifth round pick by Cincinnati. I don't know how much playing time he's going to get there. I mean, he he's got some opportunity with some injuries going on there in Cincinnati right now. Who knows what happens there, but I think, I believe that Sean released Chase Brown, so curious to see what happens there. It was almost a throwaway uh, player in that in that trade deal. The next trade, listen, I was a little skeptical when I saw this one as the commission of this league. Sean makes a move with Kevin, sending him Garrett Wilson over for Alan Lazard and Travis Etienne. Now, Lazard, we don't know what you're going to get. That could be one of those late sleeper. Maybe he gets a, you know, a touchdown look here and there. I don't know what Lazard's role is going to be in that offense. There's a lot of receivers on that team, man. It, they went shopping for Aaron Rodgers in a big way. They got him multiple targets. I don't know what that offense is going to look like, but essentially you traded a second round pick for a fourth. So Garrett Wilson, who in my mind is a far bigger dynasty effect than Travis Etienne because Travis Etienne is a running back and a smaller running back, running back at that. In my philosophy, especially in a dynasty league, your most important players are your receivers. So curious move by Sean on that one. I think that Kevin made out in that deal by far, but it will remain to be seen. And listen, uh, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch on that one. We'll have to put a poll up on who we, uh, Maybe we think won that trade. We'll have to see about the this week's poll question. But you know, other moves. You know, a lot of pickups. People filled taxi squads. Gorzy made some moves to uh, to fill his roles in. 
But yeah, it was it was interesting. Interesting to see for sure. A lot of injuries happening, guys. A lot of injuries. We got of course, you know, Joe Burrow went down last week with the uh, the calf injury. He looks like he's going to miss another preseason. Seattle running backs, Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, both going down. Uh, I haven't got any word on them. Been kind of out of loop on them. I gotta I gotta research and look some of that stuff up and see where they're going. But yeah, I mean that could be curious. I mean, how how effective are they going to be? Big one too. I know a lot of people are wondering at Alexander Madison. I mean, I liked Alexander Madison coming in this year, taking over that role for for Cook. But man, now he they he limps off the field. We don't know what the extent of the injury is yet. Got to wait to see, but not a good sign if you're you know you're a Madison owner. Definitely going to have to watch to see where that one goes. Garrett Wilson is returning back to practice. He had that low ankle injury. Low ankle injury depends on who you ask how they feel about it. I'd rather have a low ankle injury rather than a high ankle injury. It seems to get they seem to be able to thrive through it a little bit better. And a high ankle man, it, it really limits the movement. So we'll see if Garrett Wilson how how effective he's going to be and how much work they actually get him in when he returns to practice tomorrow. Cooper Cup, man. Boys just running into some bad luck. Hamstring injury now. Cooper Cup with the hamstring. Listen, preseason is shorter this this year. Only three games in the preseason. Hamstrings we know, man. I mean, look at Keenan Allen last year. Keenan Allen got the hamstring issue in week one. We, we really didn't see him until the second half of the season. Going to be curious to watch that. That's that's going to be a close monitoring situation. I know, especially a lot of guys. Listen, we, we still have some redraft leagues coming up. But in Dynasty, man, that's a, that's a tough one to swallow. Calvin Ridley has a possible toe injury. This one was kind of interesting. He has a possible toe injury, but he changed his shoes, and he seemed to be okay after that. Has it been that long since this man played? He didn't remember what size cleats he wore? (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. Wow, he's been off the field that long. He forgot what size shoe he wore. Could be interesting. Alvin Kamara is in the news again. Of course, remember we were talking about this. Wondering how long his suspension is going to be. He's going to meet with Roger Goodell this week to talk about possible suspension. How long is that going to be? I I, I thought maybe like four games. I don't know how they're going to look at this, where they're going to go with it. Could be interesting. I'm I'm curious myself. So that that's going to be a big news. That's, that could take a hit. I don't know who owns the uh, Kamara in our league, but it'll definitely be interesting to see. They have, of course, you had the Sean Payton comments. Man, talking about how Nathaniel Hackett did the worst coaching job ever. And, of course, you knew you were going to get backlash. You knew we were going to get some fight back from some of the other guys. And he did. Of course, Rodgers was the first to fire back, literally telling uh, Sean Payton he needs to keep his coaches' names out of his mouth. Man, whoo! Rodgers is feeling fiery, man. He's feeling fiery this year. I'm, I'm telling you, listen... I'm a little I'm I'm a little regretful I didn't pick him up in the draft because he seems like he is a man on a mission this year and I'm I can't wait to see it. Of course, Nathaniel Hackett came out and said that uh, you know Sean Payton had broke a code, a, a, an unwritten rule that coaches share about uh, criticism towards each other while they're while they're in the coaching game. So, listen, they play each other in week five. You know this is going to come back up. This is going to circulate all year. It's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, uh, what do you guys think? I mean. Sean Payton, listen, he's an honest guy. Of course, he just came off the Fox job after sitting out from coaching. This is kind of what he's been doing for the last year or so. He blamed it on that, you know, he's got to get back into that coaching hat. He had the the Fox analyst hat going. So remains to be seen on on what's going on with that one. But, yeah, that's, that's going to be fun to watch. We had a uh, – listen, 
In our Dynasty League, I put up the Jonathan Taylor poll. I asked you guys what you guys all thought, how you felt on Jonathan Taylor requesting a trade from the Colts. And I asked you guys, what do you think would happen? You know, what are you going to trade him before the season? Were they going to trade him away before the deadline? Does he hold out the whole season? Or does he end up playing the entire season with, with the Colts? Majority of us believe that he will play the entire season with the Colts. I think Jim Irsay comes out. And listen, that guy's crazy. So if he says coming out that uh, he's not going to trade Jonathan Taylor, I truly expect him not to trade it and not to trade Jonathan Taylor. And we've all seen how this holdout affects you. Le'Veon Bell being the primary reason. It doesn't bode well for running backs. I mean, you got such a short lifespan. You'd need to play. I know the running back market is, you know, in flux and there's a lot of controversy around it. Listen, we're going to get into that in our, our main show, uh, not our league edition. I'll get more in depth about that after I do some research. But it's going to be interesting. Most of us all you know, voted for that. We had five votes for Jonathan Taylor playing the entire season with the Colts. One person said they might trade him away before the season. Another said uh, that at the trade deadline. Amazing to see uh, who's going to be right in that, uh, that claim there, but... Yeah, it should be interesting going forward. Jonathan Taylor, of course, highly drafted, especially in our league dynasty. Great young running back. He's probably got a good. He, he's got a good solid four years left, and I think in the tank. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. How this goes. I know. I, I don't think uh, he's going to have a huge year, especially with that rookie quarterback. And you know, they don't usually tend to check down. They get a little nervous feet, especially with a running quarterback. I think that takes a lot away from Jonathan Taylor. So I personally stayed away from Jonathan Taylor in most of my drafts. Listen, hey, I could be wrong, but who knows? Okay, Taxi Squad, guys. It looks like everybody's starting to figure that one out. Taxi Squad, I know everybody had a lot of questions on that in the beginning of the year. Remember, biggest thing, once you add them, take them off, they cannot cannot be re-added to the Taxi Squad. I don't know if you guys would like me to adjust it. Would you like first or second-year players? I kind of tend to just like the rookies on the Taxi Squad. If you don't know what you're getting after that, that rookie year, Listen, you know, you should know. You should know. Listen, the rookies are always a question, but you kind of see what role they were drafted for. How is that going to prevail? Second-year players, are you really going to keep second-year players in your taxi squad? doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. You already know what you're getting in the sophomore year. But the big news flash, especially in Dynasty, <laughs> RT made the first waiver claim in Dynasty for our inaugural season. It was a landslide win in a bid. He ends up getting Kirk Cousins, bids $75 on Kirk Cousins. Man, you gotta you gotta pay attention there, RT. That's that's $74 more than, than you should have paid. Cause there was nobody else bidding on on Kirk Cousins this early in the in the waiver claim era. You bid a $75 claim on Kirk Cousins. You win the bid in a landslide because you were bidding against nobody. You literally could have thrown a dollar bid in there and won that one. But thanks for the donations to the pot, my man. Appreciate it. Nice $75 bid. You keep this up, you're going to run out of fab before week one, buddy. Nicely done, man. Thanks for thanks for the donation. Everybody's really uh, been hitting up the league chat on that one. It's been a riot. <laughs> I did like Big Sean making the statement after all of us were just making remark after remark. How, how RT just said, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> So, really interesting to see. It's going to be a fun year, man. It's going to be a fun year. Everybody's kind of new to the fab system. I know I, I set it low. A couple guys said that wasn't enough, so we bumped it up. We bumped it up even more. 
we're going to see where this goes. Remember, you end up with $500. Remember, guys, you can, when you do your trades, look under your future draft picks. And at the bottom, there is a place where you can actually add fab into your trade deal. It's a good tool, especially for somebody who's uh, really looking to, to jump on some players that stand out in week one that aren't on rosters. Listen, if you want to blow your whole fab in that first week, I kind of get it. That's a lot of money to be playing for setting up your team for the rest of the year. But hey, listen, if you really want to spend a big portion of your fab going in that first year, maybe accumulating some fab for some players that you're unsure about, maybe that's the route to go. So just also wanted to say thank you to all you guys for participating in, in that poll question with Jonathan Taylor. Really, really like it. It's something new I'm doing this year. I did not do this last year. Kind of learning my way through it. Like, uh, you know, it was always trial and error last year. It was a lot of touch and go. It was kind of uh, off and on, especially with everybody's availability. I think now we'll probably hit a good rhythm this year, especially with more people wanting to be involved with the show. Last year was mainly just me and Lee. Kevin was uh, sprinkled in there. Of course, Nathan joined us late in the year. But I think this year, I think we might have a little more consistency. I'll be running the main main show for the most part getting you guys involved in our league edition shows. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. So thanks, guys, for participating in that poll. Everybody else, listen, we had seven out of the ten participate. Listen, guys, I'd really like to get everybody involved. I really do. Please, guys, look out for those poll questions, get involved, so that way uh, I can talk about it on the show and what everybody thinks. I will be posting a new poll question for this week, especially in our Dynasty League. I'm going to look at it, and uh, we're going to put up the votes of everybody listed. And I'm going to put up the question of everybody think about it right now. Who improved their team the most with the offseason ads and or trades? So look at everybody's moves. Look at the draft results. You can look that in league settings. There's a tab for league settings. Look on there. There's draft results. You can kind of see what everybody started with and see who's improved their team the most. I'm going to put that poll question up this week. Let it run until I record the show for next week. And I'm I want to see where it's gonna go, man. I, I'm really curious to see what everybody thinks of everybody else's team. So, listen, look out for that poll question. All right, guys. Next time we we got uh, a lot of you guys are also in our redraft league. I'm gonna break some things down that's going on in there. That one's gonna be fun. Of course, you know, reviewing last year, RT one beat me in the championship game. Couldn't beat me all year. Couldn't beat me all year. And he gets the game of the century from freaking Mike Evans. Who just goes now? Hadn't done anything all friggin' season. Has what? What do you have? Six touchdowns all year, and three of them came in the last game. I'm like, come on, man. Mike Evans was doing nothing all year, and he comes out with that. That that was insane. So, but hey, congratulations! You are the returning champ, man. Everybody's got the target on your back. Hopefully, we can take you down. Everybody else knows. Hey, listen, RT did get a, uh, a a gift for the league for the redraft league, the championship belt. Pretty awesome gift that he gave us. Like this, reach out, say thanks, man. Listen, make sure uh, you know everybody knows. Bring that to the draft. I know we we put out on the the league chat when that draft might be. Hopefully, we can all get together. The biggest one I'm looking at was looking at uh, the toilet bowl award winner, Lee. Talking to you, buddy. Talking to you. Toilet Bowl Award winner for last year. You finished on the bottom of the pile, my friend. Hopefully you can uh, dig your way out of that rut you, you you put yourself in last year. But listen, it's a new season, brand new start, fresh start. Remember, redraft, that's the one good thing about redraft, a whole new beginning. Also like to welcome a couple people to the uh, the redraft league this year. Nick, Nick is joining us. 
Welcome to the league, buddy. Nice to have you. George is also joining us. He's teaming up with Ray to help out, and uh, hopefully those guys can uh, you know, make some things happen. I know Ray, was it was his first year flying solo in a fantasy league. Maybe uh, getting some of George's experience and advice. Maybe these guys can actually uh, do some damage this year. So I did put up the draft order. I did put up the draft order. We drew those uh, the other night. Alex uh, drafted it with Steve and Ray kind of witnessing the draft order. Everything was kind of interesting there. It was That's going to be fun to watch. I didn't like where I ended up. Listen, I put up that poll question. Where does everybody like the draft from? For the majority, it looks like you know we had five people participate in that league. Really want to get more people involved in that, but it looks like we're going to keep this going. I think as we go along, we'll get more participation in these polls as we go on with the year. The majority of us all like the first three spots of the draft. You know, I thought about it. I really did. I really either like the first three or the last three. I thought about it, and I listen. The great thing about having one of the first three spots, if you hit one of those elite players, you're almost kind of set at that position. Now, if you completely miss, man, you are in a bad spot. Now, on the back end, yes, you get a chance at two solid players, nobody that's going to be blowing anybody away. But the same situation, if you miss on one of those, now you're really in a bad spot. I mean, it's it's a tough tough give and take there. I'd rather almost have the guaranteed guy who's going to give me high volume, big points every week, and I don't have to worry about Am I going to play him this week? It's one of those things where I just don't have to pay attention to his matchup. He's automatically going to be in my lineup. I kind of like that luxury. So I went with the first three. I know we had uh, one person vote in the middle. I think that was RT likes the middle. And then big time Sean loves the end of the the round. So he likes to to get closer to that turn, being able to grab two of those solid players and then uh, wait in his turn. It's just it's just rough because you get two solid players and you got to wait a millennium to get that draft pick. So I'd rather just seal it up and get a, a nice solid pick with that first one, especially if in your first three this year. I mean, it looks like it's almost CMC or Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Those kind of names are, are floating up there in those top four spots. So it's 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 a great time, but thanks for participation in that in that poll. Really appreciate it, guys. Let me know what you guys think. I'm just kind of curious, you know, it, it, the way this uh, the draft order ended up is big time. Sean, who likes the back end, ends up with the number one pick. You got Babu picking second, RT with the third pick, Ray and George have the fourth. Toilet Bowl Award winner Lee gets the middle of the round, right dead smack in the middle. I'm right behind him. Kevin's right behind me, followed by Tyler, Nick, and Nathan. I'm curious, guys. I mean, who do you think's going to cause the most chaos in this draft? It's going to be a fun one to watch. I know some of these some people have tendencies, like you say, know your league mates. Some guys will will go off the hinges here. I'm curious to see how Nathan chooses this year. You know, Babu's always got a GM. Who's going to be his GM this year? He's a uh, you know, <laughs> he's always hiring outside help. So. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be fun. Listen, we'll, we'll get the solid date this coming up week. I'll put that up in the lead chat. Um, I know whatever date it, we fall on, we're going to meet at noon. We are going to meet at the Sierra Gold on Flamingo in the 215. Anybody who's been in a Horn League, you know what spot I'm talking about. Not the one we were at last year, but the ones we've done the prior years before. Just kind of meet up. We're not going to get a room. There's going to be no board. We're going to do everything online, just like we did uh, the Dynasty League. But at least we get to hang out, talk some smack, and um, 
have fun in the process. So we'll probably do that. It'll be a noon draft, but we're going to figure out a solid date with that. Sorry about all the confusion, guys. We're just trying to solid it, uh, trying to figure it all out with the move to Durango. We will get an announcement out for that for that league. Okay. Like I said, guys, listen, we're going to probably, I'm probably going to do a show or release every Thursday. It looks like I'll do a release every Thursday. It just seems to work out best for me to get the editing and everything done. Yeah, it's just it's just time consuming, you know. I just moved to shift, so trying to get the sleep schedule down, especially with, you know, my son Jace and all his needs and everything we got going on. So please look for the show whenever you get a chance. Guys, please like follow, subscribe to it. Get notifications when a new episode comes up. Cause I do have a main show that I'm probably gonna do release on Fridays where I go more in depth on just fantasy in general rather than it be league specific. So this is, of course, this will be the league edition show where I'll talk about both leagues, what's going on, what's happening, things going on. We'll have guest spots from guys in the league to talk about, you know, things going on in 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 the Dynasty League, the Redraft League, and in fantasy football in general. And we'll, we'll get that. Now, of course, once we get closer to hockey season, my, I will be getting it out with my father. We'll do the hockey edition once we get close to that. Hopefully, we can get the same guys coming back for our hockey uh, fantasy league like we did last year. We might make some slight changes. We'll still figure that out. But, you know, we're still early in August. We're still going to get through the, the fantasy football aspect of it. And then we'll get into our, our hockey as well. So it'll once, once everything gets fu- uh, fully loaded and running, we'll probably have three shows a week, guys. Please... You know, get notified, follow the show. Please tell people about it. Get involved if you can. I'd love to have everybody on the show. That'd be great. It's so much fun. George loved it. It was his first experience with it last week. Listen, I do all the editing. All I just want you guys is just to participate. I'll do all the rest of the work. I appreciate everything, guys. Tanda, I think that's what our poll question will be for the uh, the redraft league. Who do you think is going to cause the most chaos in the draft? Who's going to be the most wild card guy drafting? I'm going to put that up in the league. I want everybody to vote. See who it was. See who everybody believes is going to be the wild card draft, and it, it's going to be fun, guys. So I'll put that up this week. Think about it. I'll probably put it up after the show gets published, so that way everybody can see it, listen to the show, and then I'll put up the uh, podcast a little after. I'll put up the poll vote a little after that. So once again, that hey guys, thanks for everything. Thanks for thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to the season. I'll put up another league edition show next week, along with our main show on on fridays so guys thanks again for listening really appreciate it please let me know hit me up if you guys want to be on the show with me love having everybody on the show we do have somebody scheduled for next week i'm gonna keep that a surprise it's gonna be fun guys thanks again guys for listening really appreciate it keep those trades coming in (laughs) and rt you uh you keep spending that money buddy you keep spending that money all right guys take it easy guys we'll see you next week